It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. All right. Welcome back to Money for Lunch. Good to have you here, my friends. I have a quote that's rather interesting here by Robert Bosch, B-O-S-C-H, Robert Bosch, I believe is how you pronounce that. I could be wrong. But anyway, I don't pay good wages because I have a lot of money. I have a lot of money because I pay good wages. I just thought that was so interesting, right? Kind of an abundance mindset, right? I don't pay good wages because I have a lot of money. I have a lot of money because I pay good wages. All right, let's get the party started. Today on the show, we have Norm Blumenthal. Norm Blumenthal, attorney for workers and consumers, selected as one of the top attorneys in Southern California. In 2017, Norm was inducted and recognized as one of America's most trusted lawyers in employment law. Norm Blumenthal is a regular here on on Money for Lunch, and the guy just, just hits you straight with what's really happening. Norm Blumenthal, welcome back to Money for Lunch. Thanks, Bert. Nice to be back. Uh, Robert Bosch, boy, he hit a home run on that statement. And we only wish that all all people in management were the same way. Uh, unfortunately, management has to answer, in most cases, to shareholders. And as a result, it, uh, answering to shareholders, they can't unilaterally w- raise wages because if they did, without any any reason for it, they'd be fired. Unfortunately, we talked about this. This is an adversary system, and the only way to get higher wages from the bottom up is raising the minimum wage. Raising the minimum wage, as Robert Bosch would agree, is good for workers, business, and the economy. So we're here for money for lunch. Let's talk about money. Let's put money in everybody's pocket so the rising tide floats all ships. Right now, we have in Congress, it's passed the House, it's it's H.R. 2150, it's a House bill. It's called Raise the Wage Act, and it would raise the minimum wage to $12, literally, if it would have passed, it would be $12 this year, and then it would be tied to the medium wage after that so that it would keep pace with, with the minimum wage. Right now, believe it or not, Bert, the minimum wage in this country, and it, as exists in 26 states, is seven dollars and 25 cents an hour. Seven dollars wow. and 20—it's just—it's ridiculous. You know, seven dollars and 25 cents an hour may have looked good in 1970, but it doesn't look good in 2020, 50 years later. It just doesn't. It doesn't get you anywhere. It's, it computes to a, a, a wage before taxes of fifteen thousand dollars a year which is a little over $1,000 a month. No one can live on that. That's below the poverty level for a family of, uh, of, of four. They can't do it. And you know, they, and the reason we have uh, low unemployment is because people are working three jobs just, just to get by uh, in most parts of this country. And without a you know, change in administration, we're not going to see the uh, the raise in the minimum wages. This bill has been tied up in the Senate by uh, Senator McConnell, uh, although it has enough votes to pass because, uh, unfortunately, uh, 
the guy sitting in the White House is not interested in, in people making more than the minimum wage. He believes in in the, in making the money for the top. He doesn't believe in what Robert Bosch said. He believes that the more money he can keep for himself, the more he's going to, successful he's going to be, and the more successful um, corporate America will be. So unfortunately, right. And, 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 and you know, one of the things that uh, you know that's uh, what do you call it obvious to point out here is that you know he is voting with his pocketbook, meaning uh, he gets some form of reward or remuneration by doing these things from his lobby groups, from his constituents, from his, you know, these, these, uh, what do you call it? These, uh, interest parties, uh, are basically saying, Hey, this is the, this is the agenda that we want you to push. And if you do this for us, we're going to do this for you. That that's spot on. That's exactly where we are. And he's not getting any pushback. And in fact, the, the, the tragedy of it all is the people who voted for him, you know, are on the on the lower scale of of the economy, and thinking that he was going to help them by uh, getting more money in their pocket. And it, it, it's it's completely the opposite. You know, right now Nevada is booming, and it's uh, they have uh, gig factories for tel- uh, Tesla, other factories going up. There's but there's no housing. And the wages are are so low that no one can afford the housing that they have. So people around Reno are sleeping in tents and are living below the poverty line. And they're working, and they have to go to food, uh, you know, the food banks to have enough to to have some food to put on the on the table. It's it's crazy. It shouldn't be like this in America because there's this huge wage gap between. Um, people with a college education and people with a high school education and it it shouldn't exist because right now in in this country believe it or not 80% of business executives would like to see the minimum wage go up so that they could be required by law to raise the wages for their employees and 60% of small business owners are the same way but at the end of the day they're not going to do it voluntarily because of this adversary system we're in, in cap- the capitalist system, is they they can't justify it to their shareholders when they're getting the same productivity out of people on on seven dollars and twenty five cents. Why would they pay them twelve dollars? And you right. pay them twelve dollars is because that takes them up to uh, at at twelve dollars an hour. That takes them up to uh, almost. Uh, $30,000 a year, $25,000 a year is what it is, but it, it puts more money in their pocket, and that coupled with uh, earned income tax credit, which is you would have pay no federal income taxes on that money, there'd be enough to get by at least. It's a start. And, right. Uh, and, th- th- and that's what we need. We need leadership um, at all levels. And, you know, we've been working on this bird, you, you and I, you know, in, in, in our shows, God, for the last six years. And we've been successful because a lot of states, 21 states, have now increased their minimum wage, although not substantially, but at least they're getting it close to the $10 level. And we need a boost from the federal government because the other – 29 states are just not going to do it without the federal law requiring it. And and that's why we need leadership 
in Washington to pass this Raise the Wage Act, uh, H.R. 2150, and take it, if, it, if it passed, the statistics are it would take 35 million workers uh, would be affected by it, uh, 28 million directly and 7 million indirectly, and lift uh, 4.5 million people out of poverty. I mean, these are, these are real numbers that work, and it's, it's a win-win all around. It's, if you raise the minimum wage, it's, what it does is a rising tide floats all ships. You, these people, every penny you give a person um, below $30,000 a year, they're going to spend it. They're going to spend it on food. They're going to spend it on clothing. They're going to spend it on housing. Everything they have, and it will it will stimulate the economy because this money goes back into it, and it will help the company itself. Just like Robert Bosch says, that's the concept, and that's the experience in all the cities that that have increased their minimum wage. Their economy's booming. San Francisco's booming. California's booming. Uh, Los Angeles is booming. San Diego's booming. Uh, Arizona's booming. These are all places where they've raised the minimum wage successfully and everybody has has benefited by it. So this is something that, that we really need to work on and, and everybody needs to just go back and look at uh, when they're getting ready to vote because we're going into the election. And hey, Norm, uh, if you can adjust your, your mic or your phone there. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, there you go. Is that better? Okay. Yeah. Uh, when they do that, they can uh, just find out, hey, are you in favor, ask them, of increasing the minimum wage and to what number? And, you know, these, these are the kind of things that you need to vote your pocketbook. Everybody needs to do that. And even if you aren't, the, if you're a successful person and you're making money, you want everybody to at least have food on the table, uh, how, a roof over their head, and uh, the ability to, um, to uh, have medical care when they need it. I mean, these are the safety net things that, that we should be embarrassed uh, in this country uh, that we don't have for, for everybody because there, there has to be some compassion. You know, the idea of the compassionate conservative, where did he go? Or where did she go? Why aren't they out there? Why, where, what happened to that voice, that great voice of the Republican Party and uh, the persons that used to uh, speak up for the less fortunate and um, give them the benefit of, of this e wonderful economy we're in? Because right now there's a huge divide between the haves and the have-nots. And, and uh, those of us that are fortunate enough to uh, be in a position to have money and to to be successful, we have to look at the other end of the spectrum and uh, say, well, you know, this this isn't right uh, in the sense that the, there's 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 a, there's something here that needs to be done, and it starts with just the simple one law of raising the minimum wage, starting getting it to start at twelve dollars an hour, taking it to fifteen dollars an hour. Eventually, the goal would be to take it to $22 an hour. Someone could make forty dollars to $50,000 a year. If it was a couple, they could make $100,000 a year as a minimum in this country. That's where this country should be. That's what's happening in Europe. That's why Europe is successful, because 
at the lower end of the spectrum, they don't have this slavery wage. And that's what it is. It's, a, it's an indentured servitude wage. $7.25 should never be a wage in this country in 2020. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Here's the thing. What a lot of people uh, uh, fail to remember is that uh, both George Bush and George Bush Jr. Uh, signed uh, uh, legislation increasing federal minimum wage. It's not a Democratic thing. It's a it, it's, it's not a Republican. It, it's, it's I should say it's not just for Democrats. It's, so, it's something that the Republicans believe it, uh, as well. I mean, this is, you know, uh, uh, this is something that is a national, to me, a national crisis because to, it, it, to me it's kind of pointless to pay somebody seven or eight bucks an hour. And as you said, now that, they're, now that you're keeping them broke, they have to go out and get uh, food from these food banks. And let me tell you, if you've ever gone to a food bank, uh, sometimes it's it, it, it's a it 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 uh, what do you call it? It messes with your head, right? People, especially if you're working for a living, it's embarrassing to have to go now to the food bank and say, "Hey, yes, I work 40, 50, 60 hours a week, but I still can't put enough food on the table for my family. Can I get help?" Uh, and it's just crazy. And so instead of doing that, if we if we get people on fifteen dollars an hour as a minimum, uh, there's going to be a lot of people that have come off assistance immediately. Yeah, and, and and you're you're right with it because what it is is you want to talk about the drug problem in this country. You want to talk about the suicide rate in this country. The lack of of self esteem is a, and the lower wages is a principal source of persons dropping into habitual drug use, um, depression, and uh, eventual suicide. They say that for every dollar increase associated with the minimum wage, there would be a 6% uh, reduction in suicides for uh, high school grads. Because at the lower end of the spectrum, what 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 does somebody want to do? He wants to go to work every day, work hard, earn enough to put a roof over his family's head and to put food on the table. I mean, that is where we, that should be the living standard that we should be working towards for everybody in this country. And, and it's, it wasn't just the Bushes that increased the minimum wage. Eisenhower increased the minimum wage. Nixon increased the minimum wage. Ford increased the minimum wage. This was something that the, uh, Republicans did as they went along because they were compassionate conservatives. And that compassion on the conservative side, on the Republican side, on the management side, it, it's not, it doesn't exist today, and it should. And so it's not a question of voting Democrat or Republican. It's voting for someone who has compassion for those less fortunate in this country that need a, a, a lift, that need a raise. And the only way they're going to get it, because we, we, we talked about it, management can't do it by themselves, although 80% of managers would like to see the minimum wage raised. They can't do it unilaterally, because if they did, they'd be fired. And so yeah. what they need is they need government to step in 
It's, you know, the old thing, don't throw me in the briar patch. They want to be thrown in the briar patch because there they, they, can have the, they can have an excuse for raising the wages for their workers. And the rising tide will float all ships and bring about a situation where we close this income back gap and we, we restore self-esteem for those workers who uh, may not be fortunate enough to have an opportunity to go to college because of, of their economic condition or the inability to, to want to be in college and have a high school education, to make a living, uh, make enough to support their family because the minimum wage in this country across the board needs to be taken up to $12, and from there it needs to rise either with the cost of inflation or the cost of medium income. But we have people killing themselves because of, and, and in, 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 you know, in having a drug habits and uh, depression because of their low self-esteem, because they can't make enough money, no matter how hard they work in whatever job it is, they just can't make enough money to get by and, and they end up, uh, you know, homeless. And that's what you sure. have families homeless today because they can't afford a roof over their head and there's not enough public housing that, that exists in, in, in most parts of the country where they even have a place to stay. So well, this is and, what and we're again, faced with. So could you imagine, could you imagine uh, again, you're a parent, you're working a job, maybe you're working a job and a half or two jobs, and you're still struggling, and, you know, your kid is, is on uh, – uh, free lunch at school and stuff like that. You know what? It it, it wears on you. Uh, you know, people talk about rise and grind. You can only grind for so long. And you know, right now we have this booming economy, and uh, rents and real estate are booming. Uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Tuition is booming. You know, the cost of these. Uh, just to verify or just to clarify, uh, the, the cost of rent, the cost of real estate, the cost of food, the cost of gas, the cost of living uh, is all going up. But yet you're not going to increase the minimum wage? It's it's something that, that should have been done years ago. And right now, with a, uh, a Democratic majority in the House, it's passed. Uh, the bill's passed. Uh, Twenty-one fifties uh, um, passed. It, it's called Raise the Wage Act. And uh, you know, call your congressmen, call your senators. Why haven't uh, they uh, passed in the Senate the Raise the Wage Act? There's there's plenty of votes to pass it. Uh, the senators want to do it, but Mitch McConnell he won't release the bill to allow them to vote on it because uh, uh, Trump has told him if he sent it to him, he'd veto it. So this is the situation that we're in, and at the same time, there's no time to waste. This is, you know, talk about dead-end jobs. For the less educated white Americans, life uh, for these low-skilled workers has become a literal dead-end. Chronic unemployment, poverty-level wages, lack of opportunity, and it leads to the highest rates of alcoholism, drug abuse, and suicide. And that's what we have. It's a crisis in this country. We have the crisis 
but we won't recognize the cause. The cause is these people lack self-esteem because they're all working hard or worked hard, but they couldn't make ends meet. They They couldn't afford housing. They couldn't afford food. And no matter how hard they worked, I mean, how many people can work 120 hours a week? You know, three full-time jobs, that can only get you $45,000 before taxes. You know, and you can't do it. And, you know, it's a, it's a dead-end job no matter what you do. And so, you know, we need the compassionate conservatives in this country, and along with the, the progressives and the liberals. We need everybody to step up and say, I don't want to, you know, see people have to live with these low wages. And at the same time, they can increase what's called the earned income tax credit. The earned income tax credit is if you make below a certain level, you don't pay any federal income taxes. You pay your other taxes, but you don't pay any federal income taxes. And that's a a big boost for persons making under $50,000 a year if that were the level for an individual or $100,000 for a couple. These are the numbers we're at. People need, as a result of the cost of housing and food and, and everything and health care, these are the numbers that people need to, to make a living, to make enough to support their family. I mean, this is what we need in this country, and it, it, we need to get there, and that's $22 an hour, but we need to take the first step, which is $12 an hour. Let's get everybody. And in this country, there's very few states that are twelve dollars an hour. There's, you know, there's a chart. I mean, Arizona's at twelve dollars an hour. Colorado's at twelve dollars an hour. Washington D.C.'s at fourteen dollars an hour. I mean, I'm just reading you the states that are. Uh, California is thirteen dollars an hour. Um, Maryland's uh, eleven. Massachusetts is twelve. But that's it. That that's it. The rest of the states, what I read, five of them, the rest of the states are under $12 an hour. So this is is what people have to live on. Can you imagine what the minimum wage, Georgia, for some reason, they had a a minimum wage of $5.15. So they have to comply with the federal, which is seven and a quarter. But that's the kind of thing. Every state, Idaho, $7.25. Indiana, $7.25. Iowa 720, Kansas, Kentucky, I mean, the list goes on. Mississippi, no minimum wage. I mean, this is how people have to live. North Carolina, North Dakota, this is is what we're living with in this country, and it's an embarrassment. It should be an embarrassment for all of us. Uh, States and federal laws are such that you, you you can't find more than five states that are $12 or above. That that is really really serious problem in this country. Uh, and well, you know what, we, and, and and this kind of reminds me of uh, you know the definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over again and yet expecting different results. So uh, giving people uh, again this minimum wage of seven or eight or ten dollars an hour and expecting them to be able to, uh, what do you call it, maintain their house, maintain their family, maintain uh, health care is insane. Yeah, it, it is insane. And it's, it's a tragedy in this country that this is happening on our watch. This is, this is something that shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't exist. We should be out there 
and making sure, I mean, why aren't our congressmen and senators, why aren't they making sure, and our state legislators, why aren't they making sure that, that these wages are, are higher across the board? And, you know, some states say, well, if we raise our minimum wage, we're going to lose business to other states. Well, the quick fix to that is, is have the federal government do it across the board. Then states aren't competing with each other to, to you know, a race to the bottom, as I would call it, to, right. to uh, have the lower uh, minimum wage. If it happens at the federal level at $12, that ends it. And and then it starts to kick up with inflation. At least that gets you started. You're you know you're t- you're you're talking about you know twenty thousand dollars a year. I mean, come on. I mean, this is how can a person barely live on that? And and so that's what we're dealing with. Uh, you know, when we're talking about twelve dollars an hour, but that's where at least we get it up there in, instead of fifteen thousand dollars a year. I mean, this is something that no one should have to have to even think about living on these kind of wages, and this is causing the you know big problem. You know, in housing, it becomes unaffordable, and at, at the government level, there's going to be a need at, as part of this uh, to build public housing. Public housing has to be something that has to go in the system. It exists in uh, in the East. We don't have it out here in the West. We have a lot of homeless people in California. Um, they come out here because there's no public housing. In uh, back East in New York, um, there's a public housing authority, and no one, to to New York's credit, no one in New York uh, is living on the street. The law in New York is, in fact, if if they don't have enough public housing for you to live, they have to put you up in a motel or a hotel. And so no one is, is in the street. Maybe it's a matter of climate. But in all events, we don't have that out in the West. And that's something that, you know, that, that we should be working towards now. If anybody's seen these uh, uh, people living in tents um, in, in, in the West, it's uh, something that uh, shouldn't be happening here. We, we can't even supply people with homes. Right, and so the government is failing at, 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 at across the board, and uh, we sit idly by um, as those that are, uh, that are successful and watch it happen, and that shouldn't be. And we're going into an election, and this is a chance for all of us to make sure that the people that we elect are people that are going to raise the minimum wage and provide for public housing for those that can't afford. Uh, the rents that uh, exist in the uh, in the in the housing market. So these are things that we that we can do as voters now because we have a chance. This is our opportunity. You know, we get it once every couple of years, and this is our ap- opportunity to act uh, now and you know find those candidates that that are compassionate conservatives, are progressive liberals, that those those that that people put in office and together. Um, with the support of management, because management is on our side, they just aren't going to. They can't do it by themselves. Right. That's the easiest way to say it. They just can't do it, and we can help them. We can help management, and we can help this country. And it's just a matter of putting people in into the uh, Congress and our legislators that will support these new laws. That's just all it is. And it'll happen for all of us, and the rising tide will float all ships. Everybody else in the middle will make more. People uh, will be provided for, but we have to, you know, take care of everybody. 
we can't leave all these people behind, and that's what's happening, and, and it's a cause of, of um, all the drug abuse and alcoholism, and it's the lack of self, self-esteem. It's all being caused by the fact that they just can't make a living with one job. Yeah, and, and, and uh, you know, it's, it is, uh, you know, as we all know, uh, financial stress is one of the, uh, what do you call it, one of the killers of relationships. You know, you, you cannot put that much stress on somebody and then expect everything to be, you know, to, to, to be okay. It just, it's, you know, to, to have somebody work two jobs and still not be able to pay their bills is, again, it is insane. It's, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not where we want to be as a country or as a people. And it's where we are now, where we're in a, living in the land of plenty and uh and people are starving. Yeah. And that's yeah. you know that that's where we are and that that shouldn't be. And that's just a failure of government. And it's a, a failure of government because they they can't act, they won't act, and there's there's no courage from anybody to stand up and and um you know say that this is this is who I support. There's no, you know, there's no organized labor in this country to speak of it that's over with. And so the only way to to get anything to happen in this country in terms of wages is through legislation. That's the only way. Right now, basically everybody at, the, at these poverty levels working. Can you imagine working forty hours a week at seven dollars and twenty five cents and coming home and you know to a wife and and two children and and, uh, and your wife's working seven dollars and twenty five cents and between the two of you you can't afford a house to live in there is no public housing available you have to go to you know to get food from the uh, uh, food bank uh, and you know you have nothing to, to show for it and so right. it's a very frustrating it's not fair to people and they you know as hard as they work they lose their self-esteem not because they aren't working aren't hard workers but because the system has failed them and that is a failure of the system and that's the frustration you see with with the people that you know are are Sanders supporters because they have there's there's a huge frustration out there that needs to be addressed and that's just the tip of the iceberg uh, now and, and it, it it shouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah, it, sh- it shouldn't be there. This this is not the way for our country to act. Absolutely, Norm. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by, and and I appreciate uh, your insights very very much. And if somebody has questions about uh, maybe an employment issue, they can go out to bamlawca.com. That's bam b a m lawca.com. Norm Blumenthal, thank you so much for stopping by. Sure, Bert. Take care. You bet. Good stuff there from Norm Blumenthal. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things that that sometimes we take for granted or we really don't think about. Uh, you know, the the large majority of us are blessed. Uh, we have a lot of uh, options, and and we're probably making a lot more than seven dollars an hour. But let's think about our other brothers and sisters out there that uh, might need some help uh, that just, you know, they're, they're doing the best they can. And 
let's help them get off of assistance. Let's help them uh, be able to build a little bit of a savings account and to be able to uh, pay their way as we all wanted to be able to do that. As always, my friends, let's share this episode with everyone you know. Let's help as many people as possible. Remember, you were created to succeed. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com.